A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A superstar could be off Raw tonight. There is uproar in House Hardy, and The Rock has been drafted to Disney. For Monday, October the 14th, 2019, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. To Friday Night Smackdown, the boss, Sasha Banks. The boss, it's boss time on Friday nights. The women's division going to look very, very different next week on Smackdown. Tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw is round two of the WWE draft. We were told on Smackdown that Raw would open tonight with Becky Lynch versus new Smackdown star, Sasha Banks. The winner of the match getting the first draft pick for their respective brand. This may not be the case anymore, as cable TV listings are reporting that Becky Lynch will be facing Charlotte Flair, not the boss, to determine who gets the first selection of the draft. Uh, this does fuel that speculation that the injury Sasha Banks suffered at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view could be worse than we first anticipated. Uh, PW Insider reported that Sasha was suffering from a tailbone injury as a result of that brutal Hell in a Cell match she had with Becky Lynch. And there was fears that it was quite a bad tailbone injury. Sometimes with a tailbone injury, you can be out for a couple of weeks. Sometimes it could it could side you for about half a year. Uh, consequently, uh, there is some concern that it's quite a serious one because she was removed from active competition. She hasn't been at WWE live events this week, so we've heard. Uh, there was hope that she'd be okay for TV tonight. Uh, if the cable listings are anything to believe, that is clearly not the case, which is a concern. Because Sasha Banks, who has not long been back in the company, only got back the day after SummerSlam, has just been on an absolute tear. Like, I do believe Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch saved the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view for the WWE. Just an absolute blinder of a match. And it's and it's gutting if, if it does turn out that Sasha Banks is going to have to spend some time on the shelf. But again... This is cable listings, which sometimes have been wrong. So don't buy it till you buy it. We do send our love and best wishes to Sasha Banks, though. Some breaking news this morning, and John Moxley has vacated the IWGP US Championship. New Japan Pro Wrestling reported this on their Twitter. This comes as a result of travel problems, meaning John Moxley cannot be there to defend it at the Kings of Pro Wrestling show today. So therefore, it's vacated, and a new champion will be determined in a match between Juice Robinson and Lance Archer. We'll have more on this story as we get it here at Cultaholic. 
There has been a split in the Hardy family, at least with the wives. It started when Matt made a comment on Twitter about Jeff's recent arrest and DWI. Uh, He went on to Twitter to say, uh, so many have asked about my brother. I love my brother. I want him to be happy and healthy. I can only control my actions. You could sense there was some some upset and some hurt from Matt Hardy's side on Twitter. Uh, Beth Hardy, the wife of Jeff, responded to Matt on Twitter and said, kept my mouth shut for too long. Don't take any info seriously from family, in speech marks, when it comes to me or Jeff. Family quotes are BS. Family should have contacted us first before they made a statement to Twitter. It looks like they're more worried about their online presence than Jeff. This led to Rebby Hardy, the wife of Matt, getting onto Twitter as well. A long statement from Rebby that I'm just going to highlight here that says, no matter how much you dislike him, Matt is still his brother. Here long before you and his family, not family in speech marks, period. Maybe it's time to put the wine emojis away, drop the Twitter stunting and put the energy into keeping your man from driving effed up on the streets. I drive with my children before trying to come at a man for it. In short, and as always, mind your effing business. You can read the whole thing on on Rebby's Twitter. It's all there still. Uh, This led to Beth's response, which just said, it was kept private from me, I'm blocked, and then a lot of question marks. I think it's worth focusing on Jeff Hardy in all of this, and we send our best to Jeff Hardy and uh, hope he gets the help he needs. And you know what? I hope these guys get it all sorted in time for Thanksgiving. Because that's going to be really awkward sitting around the table. Because it's going to be really awkward sitting around the table with this much heat. Friday Night Smackdown averaged 2.898 million viewers from the overnights. This is down 25% from the premiere episode the week before. Uh, Just to give this a little bit of a breakdown. uh, They did well in the 50 pluses. That's not their target demo, but they they held quite well in the 50 pluses. The 18 to 49 demo uh, averaged a 0.95, which is down over a million from last week. The first show on Fox was always going to be a tough act to follow. It was heavily promoted. It was fully loaded with big stars. This week felt more like... You didn't showcase the special attractions. You showcased, you know, your your, your guys who you're going to be running with on this brand going forward. It's a good result across TV, though, because in comparison to other networks uh, beating ABC in terms of total viewers, they only really lost out to CBS and NBC, which is pretty, pretty standard. Uh, they finished first in the 18 to 34 and the 18 to 49 demo. So it's a good result overall for SmackDown. Uh, certainly not panic stations yet. It's still a good figure for 2019 for them. Um, and I reckon we may see that drop again a little bit next week before it finds sort of a happy medium. It's only the second week, lest we forget. Right now on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, we are counting down the 10 best wrestling matches to happen outside a ring. Do you know it's been 10 years since Halftime Heat, that empty arena match between Mankind and The Rock? Hello? Oh, well, what do you know? How convenient. The phone's ringing. Yeah, smack down the hotel. That's right. Well, no, mankind's not available right now. He's a little busy. His mouth is full with a rock's foot in his mouth. (laughs) Adam Pachiti breaks it down on the YouTube channel right now. Meanwhile, some additional drafts 
took place to Raw, EC3, Eric Young and Sin Cara go. And to SmackDown go, Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, Tamina, the B-Team and Heath Slater. This leaves uh, in the pool still Cesaro, Chad Gable, Umberto Carrillo and Akira Tozawa, who are now basically free agents and they can go where they want. Cesaro tweeted out that he was indeed a free agent. This responded in Killian Dane replying, come fight me. This does tease uh, a potential NXT future for Cesaro. You know what? Tozawa, Shorty Gable and Umberto could all be NXT bound. That seems like the right place for them to go if the Cruiserweight Championship lives there now. Eric Bischoff was saying some nice things about AEW on his podcast, 83 Weeks, uh, mainly about how much he loves the crowd. He says the crowd is always the fourth person in a match. He says they're as much a part of the show as anything. And in my opinion, I think what I saw on Wednesday night from AEW was a crowd that were just intensely engaged in the product, in the ring and in the show. Is this where we begin Eric Bischoff to AE dub speculation? No, it's not. No, it's not. Of course it's not. He's busy running SmackDown right now. Being reported by Dave Meltzer that Kane Velasquez will be at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando from this Thursday. That is where he will remain until they fly out to Saudi Arabia. They are desperate to make sure that Kane Velasquez is on the best foot possible when he and Brock Lesnar headline Crown Jewel. Bear in mind that Cain Velasquez has only had two, maybe three wrestling matches in his wrestling career. So WWE have taken a big punt, a big money punt, on bringing in somebody like Cain Velasquez, who is still very new to wrestling, and also doesn't quite know the WWE way of wrestling. I believe after two and a bit weeks of intensive training in the Performance Center, he'll be, he'll be well-versed. According to WrestlingNews.co, Vince McMahon is seeing some big things in Lacey Evans. Uh, Evans is getting a lot of credit for how hard she's worked with Natalia. Uh, Natalia also getting some love as well because a lot of people believe she's she has done a whole lot to help bring Evans along. One source for the WWE told WrestlingNews.co uh, that she is the unsung hero of the women's division. Finley deserves a lot of credit for what he's done to help the girls. But what people don't know is that Natalia has done so much to help as well. She never asks for anything in return. She will have a job for life as a trainer whenever she decides to retire. So a lot of love for Natalia and from Vince McMahon, a lot of love for Lacey Evans as well. And as history will tell us, if Vince McMahon is in your corner, then you should do all right. Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer newsletter there has been a lot of talk about NXT going on the road. This is in direct response to AEW on a Wednesday night. The the one big uh, jarring juxtaposition for wrestling fans jumping between the two is how AEW plays out these big arenas, whereas NXT is in the cozy surroundings of Full Sail University. Now, a lot of people, myself included, uh, are a big fan of that smaller feel. But there is concern that this is making WWE's brand look inferior to AEW. So there is a lot of talk about, instead of keeping it a full sale, that, that maybe they shut that door with full sale and they make NXT a complete touring brand, taking it to big venues. So far, NXT certainly has been on the back foot with AEW. The first two weeks of the Wednesday Night War have gone to All Elite Wrestling. Would bigger venues help that, though? I guess we'll have to wait and see, won't we? 
If you're concerned about Byron Saxton and Tom Phillips, don't be. They very much still have jobs within WWE. Byron Saxton is now part of the WWE main event broadcast team, along with Mickey James and Dio Madden. Meanwhile, Tom Phillips has been moved to 205 Live and NXT UK. I've enjoyed his work on NXT UK for the last couple of weeks. And since 205 Live is, for now, at least sticking around, he's at least got a semi-permanent home there as well. Adam Cole was chatting to Digital Spy. He talked about lots of stuff, including who he would like to see as part of the Undisputed Era. Uh, A name that jumped out was Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels. Cole said, I'm not just saying him because I think he's the greatest ever. I feel like Shawn Michaels would just be a cool fit in the Undisputed Era. You know what? I think he probably would be. He's very much embedded in NXT right now. He's he's helping out a lot with the Performance Center as well. I don't think for a second that that would happen, but isn't it nice to fantasy book Shawn Michaels joining the Undisputed Era? What can I say except you're welcome? For the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demi-guy. And finally, a lot of talk of drafts this week, and it looks like The Rock has been drafted to Disney. Uh, Disney announced that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, along with his Seven Bucks production house, are going to be creating a new series for Disney+. Plus. This is the streaming service that Disney are launching to rival Netflix and all that. Uh, later in the year. Uh, They are producing a brand new show called Behind the Attraction. The Rock took to Instagram to talk about it. He said, as lifelong fans of Disney parks and attractions, we at Seven Bucks Production are excited and honoured to pull back the curtain and showcase the ideas, the secrets and advancements of the most beloved Disney attractions in the world. So it's going to be a series that breaks down the history of rides at Disney World, which I think is a brilliant idea. Defunct Land is already doing on YouTube. If you want something like that, go see Defunct Land before The Rock jumps in on Defunct Land's money. Go give some love to Defunct Land. Hey, that'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast for today. Ross is back later on with the Friday Night Smackdown WTF moments on our Cultaholic YouTube channel. You can also check out Jack the Jobber remembering the Nexus. That is on our YouTube channel as well right now. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes. Search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 